Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime, the podcast for kids and their pop culture-loving grown-ups. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. That's it. You need to go. I'll do no such thing. Oh, no, sir. You're out, mister. The Reginald Hotel experience is closed. What? Why? How do I get this into your head so it sticks? Oh, I'll bet Jonathan will know just what to say. Uh, Jonathan! Yoo-hoo, Jonathan! Hi, Reg. I know that knock anywhere. And, uh, oh, who's this? He's nobody important. Huh. I'll have to tell Uncle Regiford that you feel this way. You will leave my father out of this, sir. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, you two. Uh, Reg, you mentioned your cousin was visiting and that his name is Raj. So I'm assuming this is him. But are you planning on introducing us? Not anymore. This is not someone with whom you should be acquainted. Well, perhaps any friend of yours shouldn't be a friend of mine. Reg, why are you being so rude to your guest? And Raj, why are you being so rude to your host? My My ex-host! Okay, okay, what's going on? He started being rude after dinner last night. Annie's been like this all day. Don't speak like I'm not standing right here, Rog. I'm just so upset with your antics. Well, I'm sorry if you think me being myself is antics. Uh, Jonathan, your home looks very... nice for humans. How about I finish out my stay here, so I'm not required to interact with my ill-mannered cousin? Ill-mannered? That's right. Fellas, fellas. <sighs> this scuffle may have started at Reg's house, but now you're in my home, so let's just calm down and talk about it. Hm, now you're going to get it, Rog. No, I'm not, Reg. You're the one in the wrong who's going to get it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, most certainly. Hedgehogs! Ah. <sighs> Just let me get this question out before you start squabbling again. Oh, fine. Is he always this controlling? Oh, yes, he does this all the time, Rog. Hey, don't turn this on me. Well, at least once we agree on something. Yes, just this once, however. Hmm, agreed. I'm just a neutral observer. But if you need a third party to judge this debate, I'll be happy to help sort this out. Uh, how about we start at the beginning? What happened yesterday, Raj? Well, I arrived here in the evening. I traveled all day to get here from our most beautiful city of Latropia. Oh, brother. 
I climbed over the cliffhangers and walked across the valleys. I jogged over Billy Goat Bridge and made it to Reg's home just as dusk was turning to night. Oh, I'm glad I arrived before dark. Oh, yes, as am I. Uh, but that's where our agreement on things ends. Upon his arrival, I made Raj my very favorite special meal. Oh, your stewed acorns and plum mash. What a delicious welcome. Yes, well... Exactly! I thought he was going to love it. But Raj told me he doesn't eat acorns anymore. All his time in the Tropia has made him accustomed to consuming gourmet grubs and fancy foods. <laughs> it felt like I was being judged by Chef Gordon Ramsay on Kitchen Nightmares. Well, there are grubs here in the folktale forest. I told him I ate grubs with the Billy Goat Brothers as I passed their bridge by Parchment Pass. I wasn't turning my snout about your food. I just wasn't hungry. You see, Reg, he wasn't trying to insult your cooking. Well, what about what happened after? After what? After dinner. I plan to show Raj my collection of blueprints, schematics, and photos, and then tell him about each of the adventures therefrom, starting with that time I, Reg the Hedge, and my friend, Nikolai the Firefly, made a birdhouse for Midge the Pidge, and you helping us stop our tornado of feelings from swirling up all throughout the forest. But he didn't want to listen. Raj, is that true? Well, how was I supposed to know Reg wanted to do any of that? Well, you just stormed off. So how was I supposed to tell you? I walked out the front door, yes, but I wasn't angry. I just wanted to look at the stars. <sighs> They're so magical here. <sighs> hmm. Is it possible you were making assumptions about Raj's behavior, Reg? Well, yes, I suppose I was. But that doesn't excuse how hurtful you were this morning, Rog. I brought out all my favorite craft supplies. Tissue paper, glitter glue, paint pots, and those cute we-don't-talk-about Bruno stickers. And I wanted to be creative together, but you just rolled your eyes at me. I make art in Latropia. In classes taught by world-famous artists at the MoMA, I didn't feel like crafting with my cousin. There you go with your fancy city activities. I just know you're mocking me and my life here. Okay, cousins. Let's not be rude, Raj. Or jump to more conclusions, Reg. Well, unlike him, I think very highly of Raj's life in the Tropia. I wish I could visit the halls of history and take art classes at the Museum of Mammal-Made Art, too. But you can come to the halls of history any time you want, and I'll even get you a family pass to the MoMA. Perhaps I should have extended invitations, but I just thought you'd get bored in the Tropia when you can go on legend-making adventures with your friend here in the forest. Bored of the city? With all those fabulous restaurants and cultural institutions? Surely you jest, sir. 
Hmm. Reg? Raj? I can see that you two have worked yourselves into an unpleasant state. So, before we go any further, could I share a story that reminds me a lot about this situation? Oh my, we'd love to hear the story, Jonathan. Hey, don't steal my line. Uh, oh my, we'd love to hear the story, Jonathan. Uh, right. Uh, this is the story of the town mouse and the country mouse, as it was told to me when I was young. It's supposedly one of Aesop's fables. Who? Aesop, the Greek storyteller who shared moral tales and whose works Jonathan and I have been telling throughout Once Upon a Time. Mm, not ringing any bells. Really? Mr. City Smarty Pants doesn't know something. Reg. Ugh. Anyway, the town mouse and the country mouse. There once was a mouse who lived in a mansion in a big town. Sounds like you, Rog. And one day, they visited their relative who lived in the country. For lunch, the country mouse served what she could forage in the field. Simple food. Some grain, nuts, and roots alongside water from the river. Kind of like your acorn mash, Reg. Uh, but the town mouse only ate sparingly. A nibble here, a bite there. Rude. Or just not hungry. Why not both? Or neither? Huh? huh? <sighs> so the cousins had a nice conversation over the natural dinner. The town mouse regaled the country mouse about their life in the big city. The country mouse could picture herself enjoying the busy streets and seeing all the activity bustling on every corner. That was like me last night. Ah, uh, yes, I did regale you with my last stroll through the halls of history. They have an installation featuring Duke Kahanamoku right now. I even stood on a surfboard and got my picture taken. <laughs> oh, it all sounds so cultured and lovely. Exactly. So the country mouse dreamed that night of visiting her cousin in the town. And visit she did. But it wasn't exactly how she imagined. Oh? The town mouse's home was in the walls of a human's luxurious mansion. And in the human's dining room was an unimaginably rich feast. There was a tremendous banquet of the most delicious breads, fruits, and sweets. Country mouse's jaw dropped and her stomach rumbled loudly at its sight. But just as soon as the mice were about to eat their fill of the feast, the mansion's waitstaff entered the room to clear the loaded table, and they let the homeowner's cat enter too. Oh dear, that can't be good. Who? that's terrible news. Hey, did you two notice you agreed there? Well, all right. Then we've agreed twice. And you're both right. It wasn't good. The cat leapt onto the table and swung at the mice so fast, the mice were forced to grab what food they could and scurry away. <coughs> Whew, they made it to Town Mouse's den. But 
even though she got some amazingly soft bread and superbly sweet butter and cheese, the experience was too much for Country Mouse's calm demeanor. Her heart couldn't take it. She was much more suited for the dangers of the fields and the forest. She felt conflicted. Yes, she probably just wanted to try out the life of her cousin. I can relate to that. I thought you might. The country mouse learned a valuable lesson that day. Do you know what it could be, Reg? That you shouldn't be jealous of what someone else has. And? That instead, you might get more joy out of sharing what you've got. Right. You make yourself twice as miserable when you're feeling resentful and insecure. And Raj, what do you think the town mouse learned? That you shouldn't feel superior to others and always remember to be a gracious guest. Well done, you two. Oh, great story, Jonathan. And Reg, I'm sorry I didn't realize you were trying to show me your lovely home and tell me your fun stories. I hope you know that I know you've got it good here in the folktale forest. Aw, shucks. <laughs> Thanks, mate. And I can't wait to visit you in Latropia and take in all the great things you get to do every day. Yes, being out here is nice for a visit, but I'll be glad to go home to my city life. It will be wonderful to share it with you. See? You two cousins don't need to be upset. Appreciate the best things about your homes with each other. Share what you love, go on adventures, and make memories together. Great advice, Jonathan. And thanks for the much-needed reminder. Now, let's eat some more acorn mash. Actually, I wasn't a big fan of that dish. What? I'm sorry. It's just not my favorite. In the city, there's this excellent... Now, Rog, don't start comparing my food to some posh city meal. Well, I guess you can't fix all your disagreements with a story. Mm, yes, indeed. Very true. Up, oh, third time agreeing. Why would you look at that? Most excellent. Now, how about, instead of the mash, we get out your supplies and craft under the stars? A combination of both our hopes for the visit. I would love that. And with that, we've arrived at an excellent happily ever after for Once Upon a Time's favorite hedgehog cousins. Hear, hear. Huzzah! Oh, did I ever tell you, Reg, about the time that I was mistaken for someone's golf ball? Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, just, uh, just the other day, I was telling a story about how I became a, a croquet ball. Really, is that so? You must tell me later, but let me tell you about my story. Oh, yes, please do. Well, one time, I was just wandering along this, this flat field of these, with these lakes and sandboxes, and I decided to take a nice nap near a bunch of trees. This has been a John in Character production. Today's story was written by Amy Thompson, edited by Molly Murphy, and performed by Jonathan Cormer. 
Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time. Thank you.